podcast with Mo. What up and welcome to episode six of a podcast with Mo. This week, uh, first we're joined by Snappy, super random like normal with him. Uh, normally we don't have certain topics we do, just whatever. Um, and then Chris comes on for the second half. Now on Chris's, I couldn't see him when we recorded and he had the microphone backwards. So his voice doesn't sound great. Um, I've tried to save it as best I could. So hopefully it's not too annoying. Uh, with Chris, we talk about Big Brother video games and then on a top five list, which is top five favorite football movies. Um, so thanks for listening. Uh, like, subscribe, share, tell people, and all that shit. Thanks. What up? And we are joined once again by Snappy. What's going on? First thing I'm going to bring up this week with us because... We both know this person through, like, different generations, right? Mm -hmm. So a fraternity brother of ours, sandwiched between our years, named Rebic. Yes. Got out of jail recently. I've seen that. And I was just going to shout him out, you know? It's cool that Rebic got out of jail. Hey, what's up, Rebic? I'm sure he won't even listen uh, unless someone, like, tells him, like, hey, they mentioned you and shouted you out. But I've seen where, like, and I'm just thinking, like, man, that's, I mean, it would fucking suck. Like, my friend LV is in jail forever. He'll never get out. Right. But, like, when he has or whatever in the past, I know it's always, like, a struggle. Right. Um, so, anyway, just sure that's fucking hard. It's like they kick him out, but they don't have any money or don't have anything built up. I mean, right. they just well, kick him out and be like, oh, here, it's like, good luck. It, it's sub- completely relying on if you have friends and family right? that are, like, willing to support you, more or less. Like, if you have someone there, it's like, oh, here's some money, a place to live, a car, a job, then, yeah, you'll probably be back on your feet but if you're just like on your own just seems like a really fucking hard thing to do it would be um so i know you had some news you were trying to share with me yesterday but i told you to save it until you were on the podcast to let me know about you had a family visitor man i had the most unique experience yesterday the a cousin that i haven't seen in maybe once in 20 years she just i get this call and it's a 918 number i'm like oh fuck it i'll answer it right and she goes, hey, this is your cousin Tammy. I'm like, hi. And we have a cousin Tammy on the side that we're related on. Right, and that's how I originally thought it was, you know, and I kind of figured, knowing her history, what she wanted. Right. But this other cousin, I have no idea what her life's been about. We don't keep in touch. It just. When did you last talk to her? Maybe we might have crossed paths once in 15, 20 years since I came out of high school. Okay. And we really didn't talk much. I mean, we'd say hi, you know, how you doing, what you been up to. But it was always kind of awkward. It's just you didn't fit in with your own cousins. You know, it's probably because you're so famous from this podcast now. Oh, with is that all right? of our listens uh, that she just is trying but to get. Anyway, in on she it. goes, "Oh, I have what street you live on. I just don't have the numbers, and I'm over here at Laser Zone. Can you come get me?" Right. And I'm like, um, "I'm kind of in a cast, and my wife's not here, so I can't come and get you." And I told them how to get the Applebee's, and she shows up with this kid you know a nephew i've never met or a cousin i guess right i guess a cousin's kid be our cousin yeah yeah okay i think it's they call it a cousin once removed okay i try to look it up one day because we have so many cousins and i just say if like me and you are first cousins because our dads are brothers right and then i'm like and now if you're kids i would call my second cousin that's what i've done my whole life right but i think that's technically called a cousin once removed 
And second cousins would be like my kids, and your kids would be second cousins. Right. But I don't fucking know. Anyway. Well, these are my mom's sister's kids. And so I call my brother real quick after I hang up the phone, and I'm like, dude, what is uh, this about? And he's like, I have no idea. I haven't spoken to her either. He goes, apparently she's all religious. And a little backstory on that, or after the night progressed, I'm talking to her mom. She says she gets up and gets dressed for church and goes into the room and listens to this church online. Yeah, uh, I know. I think there's an H2O church and a Loft church, and they're both huge fucking deals. They're like, uh, I mean, I don't want to say a cult, but, you know, they have, like, such a huge following. They have a lot of power, basically. Right. Like, and that's, like, w- and honestly, it works in the Internet world. That's why, like, one week everyone will have the same meme about, like, something religious, and you'll see it everywhere, and you're like, where did this come from? It's because they all watch the same church thing. Right. But, yeah. And so she shows up, and she goes, how you doing? She goes, oh, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. And then she's like, well, she started telling me a little White bit. White people always taking urban lingo, ruining it. And she, she starts talking. She goes, well, God sent me here. And I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah, God told me to come here and told, told uh, me he would, uh, he would uh, have you help me. I'm like, how am I supposed to help you? She's like, I don't know. God told me you would. I was like, well, I don't really have money. I don't have income coming in. Right. Because you're out of work because your foot surgery. Yeah. I mean, I don't even have my disability coming in yet. And she's like, well, God sent me here. And so in the background, I'm looking at this kid because she goes to the bathroom. And then she runs back out of the bathroom because she was seeing if we was talking to this kid. And she runs back to the bathroom. She's gone for a minute. And I'm asking this kid, I'm like, are you okay? And he's just shivering. Right. He's probably 13. I mean, he's a tall 13-year-old. Yeah, 13. I'm never, like, super scared. I know, but he wouldn't, like, really talk like he was afraid. And so I had my wife call my mom, and in the background was contacting her mom because I didn't know what to do. This kid looked like he was in right. danger, you know. And she just keeps telling me about God, and and my daughter, she's an atheist, and she's kind of starts snickering. Right. And my cousin picks up on it. She goes, "What are? Am I not wanted here?" I'm like, "No offense, but we don't really have all the same beliefs." Right. Well, and I think because your daughter's younger, because uh. I don't, know, I don't necessarily like to say atheist because I'm because I think a lot of people say, when they hear atheist they think you are saying that you don't believe in anything. Period. What I'm saying is I don't believe in anything y'all believe in. That's right. what I'm saying. Anything you that's like a big deal, I, none of it holds up in my judgment. Right. So I'm just like, no, I don't believe in that shit. So agnostic, if you want to say it, but I'll lean atheist, I guess. Oh, uh, she'll straight say atheist. Right, and I have too, plenty of times because it's funny to see the look on some people because they think that means you worship Satan. And yes. That's so funny. Because my stepdad made a comment about that one time she was down. Like, oh, he was a atheist and a devil worshiper. And my daughter just, well, she was so mad. Well, you shouldn't be mad. You should laugh because it's like, first off, the devil's not a bad guy. He was made by God to punish God's enemies. I don't know. It's just, he's supposed to be like a tool of God, but yet he's the enemy of God, has the same power. It's like a fucking superhero movie that's been rebooted too many times where you don't remember what powers people have. Anyway, totally beside the point. I would have handled it more in a, how did God talk to you? What did he say? How did he communicate? Well, at this point... Was this a voice in your head through an animal? Like, I would just, I would lean so hard into buying in to see how ridiculous she would have went. That's how I handled it. I should have. But I choked. I <laughs> choked, man, because I was like, what is this? Because I'm not really a religious person. I mean, I want to believe in God so bad, but I, I can't. Right. I want to really bad. I, I agree 100%. It'd be cool. I mean, I just maybe it's the fear. Maybe because, yeah, who fucking wants to burn forever? Well, that sounds awful. 
You, but a soul can't really burn. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. The afterlife shit doesn't make any sense. And I, I'm honestly glad there is, or I'm glad I don't think there is one, because then I think that's how you get martyrs and suicide bombers, because they're like, well, this life doesn't matter. And I'm like, I think this life fucking matters <laughs> a whole bunch. Man, uh, and I was like, well, I was like, God don't really speak to me. And she goes, are you serious? I personally know him. And she looked at my daughter. She goes, you don't believe in him either? He created you. She's like, honey, my mom and dad created me. And I just busted up laughing. Right. <laughs> you know, because I was like, she's true. This is true. Right. And so her, them two got into it about science and God. And, and then she's like, well, I feel like I'm not wanted. I'm like, you're more than welcome to stay. I just can't give you money. I can offer you dinner or whatever. And then she didn't want, she, she decided she didn't want to stay at an unholy place. Well, that makes sense. So we, my wife got in the car and she followed her to a church and there's a secretary there. It was one of the churches that was open. And he, this lady was looking at her crazy, like she was high. Right. And so at one point I called my mom and I called the mom after, because she ended up bolting. She was following my wife to another church to see if they could find someone to help her. They offered her a shelter and whatnot. Right. And she kept refusing everything. And... So then she bolted and took off. So I was like, Mom, what did I do? That kid looked like he was in danger. She's like, I'd call the cops. And I was like, that's the last thing I want to do on a family member, whether I know them or not. Yeah, calling the cops is uh, typically like the last step before you're like, all right, I guess. No other options. Well, my mom kind of did, and my daughter was really pushing it because, you know, she's kind of had depression issues, and she said this kid was suicidal. Right. And, you know, I figured, you know, she could probably pick up on that. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I can see it. I mean, crazy story. I mean, for sure. Most of our family, and we have religious family, but I don't, I mean, I guess someone would say they talk to God or whatever, but like they wouldn't, most of them show up at my house and be like, God sent me here. And if they did it because they were going to like convert me, not because they needed my help. Right. Because right, like it doesn't make any sense. So uh, I just think she read it wrong. I think God was probably telling her to come help you. Oh, that's And the she thing. read it wrong. She, no, I mean, that I forgot to, I left that out. She was on her way to Georgia. To an online church. She goes, oh, I got plenty of church family there. They're, they're my online church. I'm like, they might be online for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they don't actually it's ever It's easier physically... to take 10% of online, you know. That's how I, I see I it. I bet. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Like, people can do what they want. That's the other thing. It's like, I don't have any problem with her being a member of a church, her giving them money, her wanting to go live with them, her, do whatever you want. Just don't hurt anybody else. And if she is causing harm to that kid that's a problem i mean and the story was she pulled this kid out of school didn't let the father which apparently he don't know that that's not his real father Mm. so i don't know how that like i said i hadn't been keeping up dude it's so crazy whenever like you hear real life stories they're like nah it's some bullshit tv show shit (laughs) and you're like some jerry springer shit right i actually uh went to high school with the girl who was on jerry springer and it was awesome because I mean, I know Jerry Springer's fake. I've known him for right. a long time. It's like kind of based on a story that was true, and they kind of hop it up, and then they play it up on stage. Of course. And so her and this other girl from my hometown were fighting over this one guy from my hometown. They're all about three years younger than me, um, so I'm like good friends with them. But yeah, they fist fought and everything, and I had that episode downloaded on an old laptop forever. And anytime someone came over, I was like, I know all these people, and I would Dude, play it. I'm so going to have to watch that. I know, I wish I could find it. I know It's probably on YouTube. It could be. I'll have to see if I can... Uh, find it um and show it to you but it was just fun because i was like oh it's so awesome i know these people <laughs> so anyways my wife ended up calling the cops because you know my daughter was really serious about it. my daughter was fixing to call when she gets irate you know right about sensitive Fucking situations social justice warrior oh she is 
and uh, which is totally a and good so this cop ended up because she was driving this black sedan with purple flames. You couldn't mistake this car. And yeah, that's not a good runaway car. Yeah, so the cop ended up finding her, and he said, this lady was out there, and I promise you she wasn't high on drugs. She was really, really high on religion. And I tried to talk to the kid, and the kid wouldn't let me know anything, but she kept interrupting like she wouldn't leave me alone with the kid. Right. So Maybe he's a human sacrifice. I mean, he, he's, he determined that he couldn't do anything right? based on the kid wouldn't give him any signals. I mean, that's if it's her kid. He's under 18. Yeah, parents have rights. He, he was afraid for his life, man. Yeah, I don't know. It ha- I mean, it just happens all the time where DHS, like I have friends who have worked at uh, DHS and shit, right? And like, I think you hear a lot of horror stories of like, CPS showed up and took my kids. But I've seen a lot of scenarios where I'm like, how did they not take your kids? Right. So they, in my opinion, let a lot of shit slide. And I thought she was high because she was scratching on her arms, you know, like a like a meth head. Right. Well, if she had the jaw click, that's the dead giveaway. I mean, her, her. she was facially annoying. She always has been. <laughs> <laughs> we just didn't get along. I mean, you know, right. like, yeah, she's my cousin. I love her. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, have, I have some cousins. I told you before this that I just don't like. Right. And it's just like, that's just how it is. I don't know. I um, mean, you know, some cl- some of our cousins, they have little cliques. And right. And you just started hanging out, and we've been in the same town for 15 years. Right. Well, I think it's because me, you, and Rusty are the, are we the only ones with, like, degrees yeah. from our... And I haven't. I didn't even use mine. I don't use mine either. It was terrible. I've never used my degree. Um, I just pretend I'm smart, and then people believe me. And I'm not really. I get promotions, but right. Well, any job I've ever had, uh, you just know there's some people that are like just there, and I'm like, I'm here. I might as well do something. I don't know. All right. So other random stuff. Do you remember when we were younger? Definitely, I was younger. I'm sure when you were younger. And I remember, for instance, like at Rusty's house, them telling us this, where we'd watch TV with the lights off, and you'd be like close to the, you know, closest to the TV, and they'd be like, you're going to go blind watching TV in the dark. Do you remember that? Like, everyone used to say that shit? Yeah, or you're sitting too close to the TV in the dark. Right, it was like a big thing, and I was always like, I don't, look how much better it looks. And now, to me, everyone I know does this. So, like, I can't go to... Well, you wouldn't go to anyone's house right now at 8 p.m. and they have a fucking light on watching TV. They'd be like, turn the lights off. Well, a couple of years ago, we drove to Oregon and it was my turn to drive. And I seriously couldn't see whether it was the ramp or seeing straight because there's so many lights coming down. Right. And, he was like, and then I went to the eye doctor. He's like, have you been looking at a screen all night? And I'm like, no, but maybe I was looking at my phone. Right. But it could be. The lights really fuck with me at night for some reason. I know they have these computer glasses. I've thought about getting them, but they look fucking dumb. But I am on the computer a bunch. And it has, like, some filter that blocks some ray of light that makes you more tired and your eyes tired. And I'm like, oh, that would be cool because I'm on computers, like, at my job and, like, as soon as I get home. So maybe I should look into this. But Yeah, get you some of them pocket shirts with an eyeglass fuck case. yeah. And just whip them out like the old coach did. Dude, I've been so mean at my job lately, and I've been feeling horrible. But No, you haven't. I really haven't. It's been, <laughs> and, like, it's, it's a necessity at the moment, but I hate being mean to people, so I kind of felt bad. But then again, it kind of feels Man, bad. I have this one brother-in-law on my wife's side. He just has no empathy or sympathy. Like if he says something stupid, and he you can point out that it's stupid, but he's going to stand behind it no matter what because he said it. Yeah, I know a lot of people like that, actually. I mean, it's he's not, stubborn in that way, but like my daughter called him out on a point, and he's just refusing to back off of it, knowing it was wrong. Right. It was talking about, you know, shock therapy to shock people out of being gay. 
He was like, oh, it's not a bad decision. And she goes, how can you say that? And 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 he's like, he goes, I can't speak about anybody's decision. He goes, I personally wouldn't do it. I don't think it's right. And I was like, I would have took that as a a win from this guy. Honestly, and this is, you know, complete tangent with that random comment. I think if someone who is gay wants to get shock therapy, they have all the right in the world to do that. If I don't want- think they should be forced to do it. Right. But I think if someone wants, because that's just where I'm at. Like, again, I wouldn't, like he's saying, but I think someone has a choice. Now, if you're going to say there's studies that show it works here and there, I want to see the validity of those studies. No, no, but he was still saying that forcing well, it wasn't wrong. It wasn't a bad decision. Okay, well then, yeah, I would disagree I mean, with he that. was he was sticking by I'm not saying it's a bad decision. I just, I just don't I understand just, how He you said, be, I wouldn't do it, but I wouldn't call it a bad decision. And he wouldn't back off. Right. I just want to show how you can be an American and then say the government should force anything. I just can't ever... I don't ever get it. But yeah. anyway. Yeah, so... Craziest. All right, other random shit I have down here. Have you seen the Alex Jones news? I have not. Okay, so there is a thing, and I'm... All my liberal friends might be mad at my take, but Alex Jones has been basically kicked off of Facebook, YouTube, uh, and two other fucking things. I don't know. All the places that he posted his videos, right? And he got like millions of views, made all of his money. He's been kicked off those. I believe he still has his own personal website, and he is now going off Google+. Plus. He's like the only person <laughs> broadcasting on there, but he's trying to get views there. Um, now, again, I don't agree with Alex Jones or anything like that, and you could say he's causing hate speech. I don't even disagree with that. People are like, well, he deserves it because it's hate speech, what he's saying. And he does say some shit that probably crosses a line, right? I do not think you ban him from these platforms. I just don't fundamentally, and I've seen a lot of people on my Facebook that are liberal being like, if you're defending Alex Jones' right for hate speech, you don't understand the freedom of speech. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't even argue that. What right. I say is that if you say right now these companies, and I even get their companies that can make their own decisions, but you're now saying those companies get to decide what you watch. And I get TV does that, but like that was the benefit of the internet is there isn't a fucking overlord telling you what, you can and can't watch. It's free to you to decide. Right. And I just don't like their banning it. And if they say now the definition of hate speech is this, guarantee you, just like with the James Gunn scenario where they got him fired from Guardians 3 because of some shit he said a long time ago, that was caught on because Republicans got pissed. The liberals were doing that to Republicans, so they found old shit of a liberal saying some shit and got him fired. So what I'm saying is some liberal equivalent of alex jones is going to get accused of hate speech and all these liberals that are happy with alex jones being off are going to be like that's not hate speech they're just giving their opinion and then the conservatives are going to be like kick them off and then it's like everyone's going to start kicking people off shit when i'm like just let people talk right they should be able to watch whatever they want that's what i think it's kind of like voting i shouldn't have a just because i'm registered as one doesn't mean i can't vote for everybody i should be able to we can't vote for everyone at the time but i know what you're saying I i think you should be able to well, you can't vote for more than one person. I mean, no, I would like to vote can't for, vote for Hillary and, and Democrat. Trump. I would like to choose control the Democrats. Oh, I agree. No, you I see what think, I'm saying? I don't even think you it's control for... control the other party. From my political perspective, I don't even think that's for our benefit. Because they, I even think they could look at who was not registered for their party and not even consider them if they wanted to. Right. But, like, for instance, if... During the primaries last year, if more fucking independents voted for Bernie Sanders and Hillary, your thought would be, we should probably put Bernie so those are the swing voters. Mm-hmm. Right? It would give them insight. They had nothing to lose by letting other people vote, in my opinion. But I don't fucking have a political science degree or anything, so I'm just guessing. Um, but anyway, the Alex Jones thing, I just seen a lot of people mad. Or 
people excited he was kicked off and then mad that people like me existed that were like, hey, just in general, I don't like the idea of us censoring shit. And then people being like, that's stupid. He claimed the the shootings at the schools were fake. And I'm like, I agree. He's an idiot. I'm not saying he's not an idiot and says stupid shit. Right. I just think when you let the one happen, you can I mean, let the other happen. He's got his own opinion. People see, can listen to it. I just or see it as a domino effect. Because, like, on this shit, I've said some fucking stupid shit before that other people disagree with. What if someone heard that, YouTube or my podcast people, SoundCloud, and were like, you know what? We don't like what he said about SoundCloud being shit or whatever I fucking say. And then they cancel the podcast. That's that, bullshit. That would suck. Right. So I just, and I'm not even, not even from a personal level, just like they shouldn't. I just don't agree with it. It's like in China, they make it where you can't search Winnie the Pooh because their president looks like Winnie the Pooh. And then his <laughs> civilians make fun of him behind his back, right, and call him Winnie the Pooh. And he's so mad about it, he, they have banned Winnie the Pooh images from the Chinese internet. And I'm like, so anytime we do something here in America similar to, like, some crazy, like, regime in other countries that have locked down the internet, I'm like, I think we're going the wrong way. I'm really surprised that Trump hadn't banned pinatas. Because I've seen the actual pinatas of Donald Trump. Yeah, you know, I mean, that they might have been memes or photoshopped right. or whatever. Dude, people are killing the drawings of him because he's just, he is a caricature. Like, you know, when you go to the it's Six Flags and you're like, draw a picture of me and my girlfriend or whatever, right. and they draw you all exaggerated. Guarantee you, every one of those people for the last 20 years has had a picture of Donald Trump in their little gallery because he's so distinguishable. He has his fucking big hair. And he has these fucking the little... facial expressions, right, they the kill fa- me. I, dude, so he's just easy to make fun of. Just like... So some of my things that's happened, and it's weird. Now, I remember we all said George Bush looked like a chimpanzee. Because he did. And there was all those photos of it. And then as soon as Obama became president, <laughs> and people did the same thing, it was like that, That's racist. hate mail. That's hate mail. Now, I do think the people doing that were racist. Right. But I, I did always find that funny that I was like, oh, shit, I shared all kinds of shit of fucking George Bush looking like a chimpanzee because he did. <laughs> and that's just how it was. Um, anyway, random I, thought. I found out it is rude to make fun of Michelle Obama's appearance. I was informed of this. I mean, I think it's rude to make fun of anyone's appearance, period. Now, right. if you want to, you can. I personally think Michelle Obama's attractive. So I would, I don't know what you make fun of her appearance for, but I know a lot of people for some reason don't find her attractive. She looks a little manly. I just don't, I guess, see it necessarily. Um, but, I mean, I've seen people say it, and that's the whole Alex Jones talks about her being transgender and all this shit. Yeah, I've heard that. I don't believe that. I mean, right. I think she's a, I think, I, she I think was, she's almost attractive, but she's a little just too masculine for I See, me. I think if you didn't like hate Obama... You would like him more? I don't hate Obama. <laughs> but I like to make fun of the was jokes. The, she was the best first lady probably in a long time. Like, she has, like, a college degree. She actually did shit, made programs. She tried to be active. We're like, Melania Trump's like, we're stopping online bullying. And it's like, well, start with your husband. If that's what you're going to say, that's <laughs> your goal. So it's just weird. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, we shouldn't make fun of people. I know it's wrong. I do it all the time. All right. I got this scenario for you that would fix how we could get Hillary out of being the favorite for the left. There's no way she's going to keep being that, but... Why could Biden not run for president... It's w- been talked about. ...with Obama as vice president? I've always wondered if presidents can become vice presidents. I don't know if there's a rule I, or not. I believe... I was talking to my daughter, and I believe that they can, but what happens, say, if Biden went down? And Obama's already served his two terms. He couldn't possibly take that, could he? I don't know. I mean, I that, that was my question. Yeah, I mean, I had to do some research. I'm not sure what all the... 
I, I just know when presidents never become a vice president's ran for president. But that would but it's make never the left happy again. Well, Biden has ran for president many times in his life, and he didn't win the nomination when Obama became up. And uh, his political career really got saved because Obama chose him because he needed an old veteran looking guy because Obama was so young. I'm not saying oh, Biden's cool. Like, he's funny. I like him the in memes the speeches. Are the best. His memes are the best. He has the best political memes. But I don't know if he's a good president. And I don't know. I just don't think retreading the whole same old Democrat things, what the new Democrats want. The new Democrats are progressive as fuck, and they want socialistic aspects in government, period. Just, and that's just all there is. So I'm just trying to think of a legitimate way that they could win. I don't know. I think it's been a while since a president didn't win his second term when he ran. So I, don't, I can't remember ever. Uh, it was George, the it first was George a, Bush. The first Bush? Yep. Did was the last time. And then Jimmy Carter before him. Okay. But, yeah, normally you normally you get your two because the, they'll so always So did he go pitch. back and get his other term, or did he just have the one? He said the one. Okay. Uh, typically what happens is going into your second one, it happened with Obama, happened with George Bush, so it's like to my memory, and probably Clinton, is like – we got us into this situation, so it was like Iraq, Afghanistan, whatever it was going on at the time, and then they'd be like, and we need this president to follow through on his vision to get it done. So Trump, the economy, like everyone is guessing, is probably about to tank because all these tariffs and all this shit that's happening, right? Right. And so probably what's going to happen is we'll get some shit with like Iran, maybe, or North Korea. Something will happen, and then Trump will run on this whole, we need to turn the economy around, and my plan hasn't happened yet because I'm just in the middle of this great plan and then he'll be like, and fucking Iran's after us, so we need, and you need me to finish that. And he'll run on that, right? Because that's just what they do. And then unless a Democrat comes in with some fucking really good speaking abilities and seems intelligent, I just don't know. Uh, and I don't think you can do it like we had a while on here if they before. could run a legitimate, clean campaign where they never attack the other party and just did on what that they could do, I bet they would have a better shot. See, Wyatt agrees with that. So he was on him before, right? And he was saying he thinks a Democrat talk, in a debate with Trump would need to, like, if Trump attacked him, just walk off stage or and never dig deep. I personally think, and I used John Stewart as an example before, I think you need someone who's witty enough to, like, off the cuff make a joke about Trump. Not attacking necessarily well, no, in ads, th- but, like, when someone asks a question, he'll be like, or you could do it like, you know. And, like, I think you have to have something that would get the people who are huge Trump supporters to laugh. And if they can laugh at him, and then you'd be like, maybe you have some points. I mean, not like dig, not like the digging deep where they're trying to trash somebody. Just like yeah. bounce it off witty comments. That would work. Right. I think you have to. I, now I agree. You can't go like completely in the dirt or whatever. Right. Um, but then again, maybe you could. Who knows? I didn't think Trump they would be like every, the president. So. They do that every year. Yeah, they do. Um, all right. Other sh- random shit. In Iceland, Down syndrome has almost completely disappeared. It's a weird subject. But the reasoning is because they do pre-birth screenings, and then if kids have Down syndrome, they just abort it. And so, therefore, kids aren't being born with Down syndrome. So I, I don't know how I feel about that. I know. And I, and I, know that's <laughs> I don't want to take on that. That's going to be weird for a lot of people. Now, my honest first reaction is always, I like these sort of things, but I know it's eugenics, and I know it led to Nazism. Right. I understand that. I understand the whole eugenics movement. Was that would be a type horribly. of selective breeding. Right, but I'm like, if you have the technology and we figured it out, and I understand if, and I understand like the side, there's a whole side of it where Down syndrome people and, and family of them are like, so you'd rather have a dead baby than have one with Down syndrome. And that's like the take. But Maybe I'm like, if they was 
guaranteed to go to a facility that they could have the full right. care they needed. Right. Like, I don't and know to if live I would... happy lives and have all exactly. the have all that they could do possibly. I don't know if maybe all humans are made to do that. Right. Like take care of a scenario like that. So, because if they're born into the wrong family, don't have a lot of money, they can't get the care that needs. And exactly. So it's a weird subject, but I just I think about eugenics a lot. Or if it's just like if you could find out that your kid was gonna go was blind in his left eye see personally they could fix it before he was born i don't really agree with abortion except for rape or if the mother is going to die i think you know right it was baby or kid i think you know i think that might be an option yeah i mean i'm personally in general my gut reaction is always like yeah sure go for it up to a certain time period i don't care it doesn't affect me but and because i remember being 18 and scared or 19 and scared right and being like if that's an option i'm all there like i was never that guy it's like i'm all in i was always scared so um i'm gonna try to judge that now my only problem and i've had arguments about this before is a scenario where let's say uh you got a girl pregnant and you did you were like no i'll raise it right you can walk off just like some so many dads do right so many dads Mm -hmm. do just bounce that's a weird gray area but then again the guy doesn't have to carry it fucking nine months have their life ruined ruin their body and all this shit so like it is still kind of a woman's thing so it's a weird it's a weird shit um yeah i think it's a case-by-case scenario honestly um oh. i think if it's like a i don't know because if someone has three kids already and they're like a married they have a and they get pregnant with the fourth most people are like yeah if you couldn't afford that because you're in a bad situation they'd be okay with that and other people aren't they're like god's giving you that fourth for a reason so I'm just always like, I think that's on y'all to make that decision. Like, I don't think it's anyone's business. So I want it to be a choice for anyone. I don't care if you do it or not. I ain't trying to force on anybody. But then again, I ain't trying to tell people what to do. Because you know what happens? Coat hangers, falling downstairs, all kinds of shit whenever it's not legal. So there's going to be more dangerous abortions happening that will be made to look like accidents. Right. So I just don't know. I I feel the same about, you know, drugs, basically. Maybe there should be a timeline cut off. Oh, 100%. 100%. But like then you see those TLC shows where those women have like babies they never knew they were pregnant. It was like I don't get that. It was like I had stomach pains all of a sudden I was in labor and I'm like are are they that big that nothing changes? I mean seriously? I don't know, man. I have no they can't idea. feel a slosh in their belly? Nothing? I, I haven't I've been watching them in a long time. But I remember when it first came out and being like this makes no sense and I didn't know if it was real. I don't get that. Um all right, random other shit. We have our fantasy league. I'm trying to get people into our fantasy league by being like hey i think you listen to the podcast you want to be in it we need to figure out what day we're going to draft powwow has hinted at the 25th is when he would like um the thing is that's the most busy day for drafts is the 25th and 26th i would prefer the 26th myself which right. is a sunday because i don't do shit on sunday mornings so if other people are down for like you know sunday at 10 or 11 in the morning or noon even I can do um, mornings because the evenings, like you said, on the 25th and 26th are pretty much taken. Right. I'm so in four leagues now. I haven't talked to anyone if anyone hears this and that's in the league and yeah. would like some input. Marshall said he will join, and I know he listens every once in a while, um, if we could do it on a, on a morning on a Sunday. So that also kind of – I'm trying to get a player in. I'm going to call him out right now, Nick Arms. Okay. He was uh, interested in uh, joining the podcast, and he has a lot of uh, – he likes to talk. Right. Well, and he loves basketball and gaming and all that stuff you love, and I think he'd be good at it. Yeah, I mean, just but, bring him with you sometime. I think oh, that's probably the easiest way. Yeah. So I mean, I told him to contact you via the email or something, and because I don't know if you could set it up a mic because he doesn't live in Ada. 
Ah, uh, let's see. Yeah, if he called in, uh, I feel like I could figure it out, but I need a test because I've still never done that. Right. So but I told him he might have to get a type of mic, but he's computer savvy and all that stuff. Right. So he's a teacher, but uh, he has a lot of good takes, and he loves to talk about sports, and he loves to talk in general about anything. Right. So you could come up with a random topic and can you get a whole other take on it. But he said he was going to email, and he never did, so I'm calling him out. Fuck Nick Arms. And he loves fantasy football. He runs mock drafts from beginning of August all the way up. I've tried the mock drafts every now and then, but I just get. I was like, I'm going to pick who I'm going to pick. Yeah, you guys let the draft come to you, sir. It's all the. I know. I mean, I like the, the draft. Of course, he knows. Uh, they they think they have me down pegged on the uh, on the uh, uh, family league. We call it the family league because it's most of his family and me and another guy from one of our leagues that's been in business 14 years. Mm-hmm. And we like to do a ten dollar buy in, winner take all. Oh yeah, and you wanted to bring up for our league, so. I would be down if we didn't $10 for our league as well, but we'd have to have everyone agreed to it. So, I mean, come on, it's 10 bucks. Right. I mean, that means you would win 120 because it would be 12 people in the league. Well, you'd win 110. You get your $10 back. Right. But, um, so definitely, I'm down completely, but we just got to get a hold of everyone else. I'll put something on the little board or you can. Whatever. I won one of my money leagues last year and I bought me a little mini Lombardi with it. Oh, hell yeah. It's badass. I would probably try to get a new microphone, something like that, something cool. Yeah, uh, for the podcast. I but, like trophies. Yeah, I don't care. I threw. I told my mom to throw mine away. I don't. I don't even care. <laughs> I have a fuck a look. I got. A, I used to give. A, I got a wall of fame right now. Oh yeah, with your uh, judo stuff. I just. Um, I don't care as much. I guess I don't know why. I don't know. I like it. I used to when I was younger or whatever. But so anyway, I bring up the fantasy football stuff just so to say we have I think four spots open left. Uh, because I think Travis is going to join who listens every now and then. And need to figure out this time. Right now I'm leaning towards the 26th around uh, noonish. in case people do go to church. And they're going to be doing that. So, yeah. but As, of long, course, you as long as it stops before 5 or 6, because I don't know if these times showing on the fantasy page are Eastern or Central. They normally show Eastern, I feel like. but So someone's got one Sunday at 5 p.m. Oh, well, I don't have nothing to do, so I can make all of these, you know? Right. Just draft from my phone. I feel you. Uh, yeah, I mean, our drafts normally don't take longer than two hours max. Right. Because How many seconds you give in between? I think a minute. Those are quick picks. I know. I get tired of because people fucking walk away from their computer and be or take the whole Now, I got these other people. One of them, I swear to God, I don't even know if dial-up's still a thing, but I swear to God he's still on dial-up. Now, I have heard of something really cool. Um, I wish if we had the right league, I would try it where you do 24 hours to take a pick and you start it like a month before the league. And then so like you just check on it see, every day to see if it's your turn. You can choose in like a second. Yeah. But you have a day from when the last person chose. So every day you check in on it. I was like, that would just seem Man, more Some strategic. of them people would take 23 hours or 59 seconds. You know they would. Yeah, for sure. Nick Arms is that guy. Oh, well, that's bullshit. Um, but you know, you got to research. And then he likes to chat during the message. Oh, you took my guy. Dude, that, that happens to me all the time. So I just talk shit when people do dumb stuff. Like last year, someone took Dak Prescott at number nine. Oh, uh, the first year we started on my we, my food waste league because at the time it was all restaurant managers and a couple of guys from City Data who dumped trash. Right. So we called it food waste. And the very first year we had an in-house draft and then we all manually done a win. And then after that we went online all the way. Right. But this guy drafted Neil Rackers first round, seventh pick. Nice. Because we was fucking with him about a kicker. All you know. Oh, and he fell for it. Yes. Damn. It was terrible. 
His name was John Cagle. He was an awful fantasy player. I must say, yeah, he's probably not very good at fantasy. I would no. guess. He, he was a good guy. You can make fun of um, him. I know that's not nice. I but. know I, I'm, like, broke and shouldn't even think about it, but I have been thinking about getting into some more daily fantasy. You know, you put in some money on the weekend, the daily fantasy shit, or even betting because, you know, it's about to come legal, and there's already websites you can bet on. I just don't know if I'm have you ever tried those, enough about football. Have you ever tried those DraftKings or? Yeah, yeah, I tried a, I tried last year. A lot of people do them, and I just don't. I don't have online bank access, really. Right. I don't have a bank. Yeah. So I tried. I guess it was two years ago, back whenever. And then the big story came out that all these professionals were doing like multiple entries. They were doing like a hundred entries themselves. Wow. So. That's why I was getting hard to win, right? But now they make it where they're single-entry ones, where each account can only do one entry. Um, so those are a little more fair. What's funny is the first fantasy I ever did was on sportsillustratedforkids.com. Wow. And it was very similar to the way daily fantasy works. So you'd be like, this week, choose these gods that have this salary. And you'd be like, Emma Smith and Barry Sander. And you choose like your favorite players, and hopefully those salaries you know, underneath whatever the thing you could have is. And me and my friends would do that in like sixth grade, in like a computer lab or whatever. So like I'm that was a long fucking time ago. I didn't start fantasy till what two thousand four. Yeah, I, would, I started about two thousand four uh, or five playing normal fantasy on Yahoo Fantasy. Right, I think Yahoo was the very first league I ever. Yeah, and it was, and I just joined had. public leagues. Like I just played with random motherfuckers for a couple years. Yeah, until there for I the longest time I couldn't get any of my buddies interested. Now yeah. I'm finding less and less people interested in football. Basketball's yeah. taking over. It just is. It, it, well, it's more fun. It's more fun to watch, but they don't have a good fantasy less, system. It sounds like less players can succeed, though. Because uh, they have, what, 12-man rosters? 13? They went up to 15 recently, but two, I think. I mean, they, to, you got 53, it's 13, player, I think, you got 53 on players on a Right, NFL but that's team? why NFL players don't get paid shit. NFL players only play 17 games where NBA plays 82, and they're like, NFL players are bitching, why don't we get paid what NBA players get paid? It's like they play I think they a all, million more games than I you. think they all make too much. Well, every, yeah. every one of them. Of course, but you don't get paid for like what you did, how rare it is. Like that's all, like you always get paid more if it's something rare. There's less NBA players in the world than there are NFL players in the world. Mm-hmm. So therefore, they, but now that's all the same for baseball. Major League Baseball players get paid fucking bank because they done strikes a long time ago to get guaranteed contracts and shit like that. And they have 100 and some games, you know, 162. That's why I, I almost whatever. laugh at these people holding off for NFL contracts because almost none of the NFL is guaranteed. Yeah. it's. I mean, they need to. They all need to strike. And honestly, they would have to do it where, like, all the rich people, like the Tom Brady's, Aaron Rodgers, the guys who have made a lot of money, they would have to set up a side thing that would pay guys $1,000 a week or whatever to live on during the strike they would have to set up some fund right so that everyone could strike and that those young guys that would have to break the picket line to even fucking buy food because they don't have money like that they would have to support those people and if they could do that they could probably strike enough and the nfl would have to do something because the nfl makes more money than the nba by a lot right so i mean they're trying to do the nfl london and mexico i still don't know how the mexico thing's gonna work yeah but did you see where the next olympics are gonna be like the 2026 Olympics are going to be USA, Mexico, and, and Canada, Canada all together, all yeah. together, and we kind of hate. We've made a hatred between both of them right now. Um, only Republicans hate Canada. Well, and and I don't Mexico. Hate Canada. I think you know. I think they're awesome. I think if our country was around like Canada, it would be in a lot better place. Yeah, 
for sure. I don't have um, an issue with Canada. And I think Mexico I think Trump did. does he, the best he, they can, given their shit situation of the Spaniards murdering all their indigenous people for gold and then just leaving them abandoned. And then us, you know, kicking them out when they wanted to uh, ban slavery. So Texas was like, we want slavery, so let's fight them. So fuck, I, I don't know. Mexico's never anything really that bad, except be there, I guess. There's so us. many people in such a small space. Mexico City is the most like populated place. That's way south. Um, it is crazy. I've been to Mexico City. Yeah, I've seen pictures and been like, never. I'll never go there. I yeah, hate people. I was so religious at one point. I went on a mission trip. Oh, and I oh, was yeah. uh, this little Mexican puppeteer. Fuck yeah! I was uh, working this uh, puppet. Do you remember any Spanish of your song. Spanish lines? Well, heck no. I was no. just moving this puppet's mouth. Oh, someone else was saying it. Yeah, um, it, was, it was a pre-dilled song. You know, I just held the puppet up. Right. I also saw a friend of mine. So I've been following this random girl on Facebook. who I, I went to high school with her. Um, I added her and her husband at the time like three weeks ago. Yeah. Because I was like, how the fuck are these two married? They just didn't match it all right in my mind. Like right. I know him from, she's super liberal. This dude had like Confederate flags on his truck. And to me, those are very different things. Yeah. And so I'll add both of them at the exact same time. And then like that next day, they got in some legal shit with their family. And then the next day, they were getting divorced. And then it's like every day, there's all this shit going on. Holy fuck. And I'm not trying to like hate or anything, but I've been like, oh my God, I just added this the right day where I'm like all into this drama right from these people from high school. And she's very much, you know, pro all the pro legalization of pot stuff, right? Like she's on the admin boards, like you were saying earlier, your other friend of of different you know, vote yes on this shit. Right. Um, very heavy into that. So anyway, they were sharing some shit or she shared one of her friends shit. There was this fucking pot that doesn't have any THC. And like all these people were like, oh, this is the best. It's all CBD. And I was like, that at all does not sound good to me. <laughs> like, no, that's how I know. And that's why I don't get up fighting for fucking all this medical shit. I'm not vocal at all because I'm like, no, I'm, I guess I'm down for the recreational because if medical means no THC. I'm, I don't know about all that shit. Um, but yeah, people are like, oh, this helps me sleep. And it looks like real shit. And I w- you would probably get faked. Like someone could sell it to you and you'd be like, oh, I guess that looks normal. But or- I think I would know. I know. I feel like I would too. But I, I, they were sharing pictures. It's like it has point zero two nine percent THC. They can get rid of that. I know. I, I just didn't even know it existed. I think it's uh we're supposed to be in a free America, and if we want to smoke pot, smoke it. Free market. This is where oh, yeah. we're at. Um, I just think we have no problem with people going and buying a thirty pack every night, even if it ruins their lives. We no, allow that to happen. I worked it's at their a, choice. I worked at American. a convenience store for I don't know three months of my college career, and. uh so many people waiting outside the doors for 6 a.m. Yeah. So they can come in and buy a bottle. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, that's horrible. Sure. But then again, that's their choice. They're a fucking. Yeah, but I don't know their life. I don't know what kind of shit storm they got. Right. I'm, I mean, like, I still get pissed when liquor stores are closed on Sunday and I don't even drink. Like, I rarely drink. And I'm like, from a business owner perspective, Republicans should be up in arms that they're not allowed to make money on a one seventh of the week. You know how much money they can make? That's a whole other day they could be open. So many people want to drink on Sunday. I know. And then all they do is go on Saturday or whatever. But I'm like, why can't they? Why do you have a law that says they can't do business? That's so, I just don't get it. Yeah, I think the car dealerships, you can't buy a car on Sunday in the state of Oklahoma. Fucking weird. I don't believe so. Look it up. I'm, I'm pretty certain on that. I think selling furniture on Sunday is illegal. That's so weird. It's a weird shit, shit, man. Anyway, I just don't get it. Like, from a business perspective, you should be able to, if you want to be open that day, you want to be open 24 hours a day doing some shit, you should be able to do some shit. I agree. If you want to work and people want to work, let's do it. 
All right, and then my last little slide news story before I go into maybe some games and TV shit, and then I think we can wrap it up. Um, there was a guy named Sutomu Yamaguchi in Japan. All right. And he has an awesome story. He got interviewed by the BBC like 20 years ago. That's where this all came from. And I was reading about it this week. He was in Hiroshima. Is that where we dropped the bomb first in World War II? I believe so. Leave Hiroshima was first. If not, who cares? Uh, you'll get the gist of the story. Um, so anyway, he went to work. Right, He was at work that day because his job sent him off to work doing whatever the fuck they did. And it was the last day of his three months staying there. And so he was there when the bomb dropped. He saw. He looked up and saw the bomb coming from the sky jumped in a ditch when the shock wave went over the ditch it sucked him up like a tornado and blew him like a mile away into a potato field then he got up and walked his ass to a storm shelter where two other guys from his job were at and then he got all bandaged up got on the train the next morning to go home because he had to be at work at his normal job back home at 9 a.m or some shit and so he did it the train tracks were still intact? Yes, because he mentions on this interview how he, him and his friends were amazed the train was running, but it showed up that the station was running. Wow. And then he gets to his hometown in Nagasaki, and he goes to work, and that day, the second bomb is dropped in Nagasaki, and he hides in a stairwell, and like the building he was in became a skeleton, but the stairwell was intact. And so he survived that, and he had no cancer, or anything that you would assume someone would. That was write. an act of God. And now, and like, it's just such a cool fucking story that I'm wow. like, wow, luckiest. He, and he was at both bombings. He was at both bombings of the only two atomic bombs I believe that we've dropped on people. Oh my god! In the history of the world, and he was at both of them. He I'm should, sure he's dead now, but he should be in Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, I just read that and was like, that's so fucking badass, cool dude. Um, was Guinness Book a thing when you was a kid? Yeah, I got one like every year for Christmas from somebody. I mean, we would look, spend hours and hours looking shit up, but I guess we got the internet now. Yeah, well, they had a TV show when I was a kid. The Guinness Book World Records TV show, and it was like the first episode, the person popped their eyeballs out, and then the second season, the person came to challenge it, and they were like popping out their eyeballs and measuring them with little-ass fucking rulers, and I was like, I that, guess it's cool. That's crazy. And someone was shooting milk. It was how far you can shoot milk out of your tear duct. You remember that big black guy off of Rob? Rob? Yeah. Okay, well, uh, he uh, holds the record for eating powdered donuts without licking his lips. Yeah, I watched that. Yeah, I tried it a couple times at home, and I can't go more than like three, man. I love powdered donuts. I have to lick the lips, man. I have to. Yeah, 100%. I remember being in church as a kid, and they'd have all those fucking uh, like Nabisco crackers as like your snacks, and it'd be like, how many can you put in your mouth the once, or eat basically, and put in your mouth without taking a drink? And you would get up to like, 11, and then it'd be like so dry, you would fucking have to find the fruit punch. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, so this week, I'm you saw this because you tagged me in it, and I saw so I watched it as well. Is the Red Dead Redemption Two gameplay trailer looks pretty badass? Looks very badass. Um, I mean, I'm excited. I don't have it pre-ordered yet. I'm I pre-ordered sure that son of a bitch a year and a half ago. Yeah, I just want money, but I'm I'm sure I can figure it out before then. Because um, it just looks to me, it almost looks too good graphic wise. Because I loved Red Dead One, and so I'm like, well, or Red Dead Redemption One. Well, there's so much interactive play now. There is, but I'm almost like, it looks almost too much. Like, well, I'm sure it's not, right? I'm sure it just right. looks like that right now. And I'm sure when you get in there, it's all fucking perfect and awesome because their gameplay is normally pretty good. But when I was watching, I was like, oh my God, that's just too much of it. Like, so on games like that, do you do the season mode or do you just jump online with your buddies? What do you mean? Do you like get online or do you do like the story mode offline? I just do story mode. Okay. Like, for instance, Grand Theft Auto, you know, it's a huge fucking game. 
I played the story mode, which I also got the day it came out online. Took like a week or two to, to come out. Yeah. And then this online came out. I went to play that. It didn't lock my trophy for the very first thing joining online because there was all these glitches. So I got pissed about that. And then I tried to play and it was just everyone went around shooting you. Like, I don't know, it just wasn't fun to me, their online stuff. Now, I understand it's a lot more robust now. I know, because if you got, go and do a heist, they try to rob you before you can, like, stash your money. Right, it's, it's so dumb. I hate it. So, I don't enjoy it, personally, even though I got in pretty early, and I wanted to like it a lot. But I do love the single-player Grand Theft Auto. And then, kind of bouncing off that, a game I got this week, because it's free on PlayStation Plus, and I think you should look on Xbox Live, because I'm sure it's not too expensive, um, is Mafia 3. It's kind of like a Grand Theft Auto clone, but it's set in 1968 New Orleans, and you're like a half-black, half-Italian dude uh, who works for the Black Mafia, and you're a Vietnam vet. Oh, oh, it's just a cool-looking game. I watched you play earlier. It uh, looks pretty badass. looks like something. It looks like a Grand Theft Auto-type game. Right, I like and, this. and I remember the reviews weren't great when it originally came out, and so that's why I didn't really look into it, but so far i've really liked it so i don't have anything negative to say about it and i think the collectibles are real cool you collect playboys and then like old 1960s rock albums so i'm like this is fucking awesome sounds pretty badass to me because i like that time frame i love mob stuff i love it and so and i think it's cool that it's not your typical um like italian mob story right Right. so like and i'm sure mafia one or two was because i never played those but this one i guess you know they've gotten far enough they're like oh let's do like the black mob which you don't ever hear about being a thing right um and new orleans is a cool setting and you mentioned the game looked dark and it is at night because there was like no fucking street lights in the 60s i mean there were but they just weren't like we have now right so the game is kind of dark and it's more like stealth i think than gta is because gta you can really walk up in a place and just blow everybody up yeah and there's, I mean, you just do that shit pretty easily, um, which I still love. Grand, I think about download, re-downloading it all the time, but I know the update file is so big. It's going to take so long to download just to update it. I'm hoping that game comes out while I'm still off work so I can get some good hours in. Oh, for Red Dead Redemption yes. 2? Yeah. I don't well, think if you it's do going your to. other foot, I'm telling you, well, if you start getting your disability, maybe you should your other foot. I don't know. Um, well, we'll see. It's not out of the question, but most likely. Right. On hold for just a bit. And then TV show that I've really been loving. I just finished the first season of it. Um, what's we'll figure out a way for you to watch this. I think your wife would like it. It's called Succession. It's an HBO show. And it's just really fucking good. It's kind of, uh, it's really hard to explain. It's funny and it's like a comedy drama thing. Um, but just a really fucking good show. So if anyone has HBO, just watch it because I can't really explain it. It's like they're super uber rich people. Um, they're talking about their kids yeah it's like the kids the kids taking over right but the dad because the first episode you think the dad's gonna die but he ends up pulling through and then like now the kids are some of the kids are trying to fight for the company and okay it's like it's so it's it's really funny the dialogue but like the show's concepts not like it's supposed to be like a drama right okay in some way um but i just really liked it like we watched the last three episodes last night just straight through and i was like yeah, it's really fun. And every episode gets better. And I think you have to watch at least like four episodes before you give up on it. That's cool. I'm going to give thing. The Office another try this week. Right. Yeah, you said you tried the first episode. I put which it is on and, you know, that one guy, Steve Carell, he's a pretty good actor. I like his movies. Right. But he was just going around making these fucking weird noises. And <laughs> for some reason, I just kind of passed out and I woke up and said, are you still watching? So I didn't really watch any of it. Right. So um, I mean, I would even say, I know it's like blasphemy. A lot of people just skip the first season. Because the film, even it just looks better in the second season, and they're a little bit more in their groove. Um, but I, I always tick out. Mo- I do skip the first episode a lot because it 
the second episode was like the first one where like Michael Scott works, which is Steve Carell's character. We're like, okay, I get it. He's racist, but accidentally. And like, he doesn't get all this shit's inappropriate. Okay. And he's supposed to be a parody kind of of people. And he's just horrible. And like, how is this dude even the fucking manager of all these other people? Like, he's an idiot. Like, there's something about all that that. He's an idiot. How does he have his job, you know? Type? Right. And you're, and that's, that's all big part of it. That's a big part of the show okay. of wondering. I, I'll give it another honest try. That wasn't an honest try. Um, and then I played some beats that I've been making for you, and I feel like really been I've been doing I think okay on the. They beat. were pretty good. I liked them. Um, I did talk to Justin Sheldon, who is with New Time Zones. And I he finally got back on the beat I made with like sampling his song, and he said he'll talk to the band and make sure they're cool. They'll probably be cool with it. So eventually, I got to write a song to that beat. But I. I've been so much in beat making mode to get back to songwriting mode. I don't know how easy it's going to be. Well, I we'll mean, see. if you have that option, you kind of got to do it. Very true. Very true. Um, I mean, eventually I could, and I could do any verse I've ever written. I have like a whole notebook full, but I'm like, well, I've used those before, even though no one's heard them really. Like I had like 90 listens on my last mixtape, but I'm like, I don't want to reuse it, even if it's good. All right. So I'm like, I'll just do a new one. So we'll see how that goes. But you got anything to bring up, man? Uh, there's. I was listening to the preseason Cowboys game the other day, and the it fact was, Cowboy fans think Cowboys are destined to make the playoffs this year for some reason blows my fucking mind. I think they'll go ten and four. I really do. Okay, I seen some good stuff out of the first team. All right, I uh, can't stand Cow. Like that's the only reason. Because see, I used to not want the Cowboys because they were so good. All right, well we can make a bet right here, right now on playoffs. On, okay, I'll bet they don't make the playoffs. What do you want to do? Ten bucks? Sure. All right. Ten bucks. We shook on it. All right, all you podcast listeners, the Cowboys will make the playoffs. But anyway, the Cowboys were on preseason. Of course, I don't pay a lot of right since the preseason, but it was on, so I watched it. And the new uh, the back, backup quarterback came out because, you know, the starters play like ten plays preseason, first game. Right. And he goes, well, I can tell you what this first play is going to be. Every time Linehan changes quarterbacks, he runs the bootleg. I'll be damned if this quarterback didn't run the fucking <laughs> Right. And when they finally got to the fourth quarter and put the third string in, same fucking thing. He's just like, dude. He just like straight told everybody, like, hey, yeah. first play, Linehan's going to run the bootleg. That is crazy. Um, yeah, I just don't – I mean, the fucking Eagles won the Super Bowl. The Giants are projected to be better, and the Redskins aren't the worst thing in the world, and the Cowboys fucking choke all the time. I just don't understand why everyone is guaranteeing it. Like, if they make it, they make it. But, but like, people are like, ain't no way they're missing it. And I'm like, I believe they I don't know, it. guys. They're only like, what, six teams make the playoffs? I was, I was really pleased with the draft. I, oh, was, yeah, I, I wasn't, like pl- draft, I wasn't right. pleased with all the offseason, but having Des Bryant away might actually make the team closer. Maybe. We'll see. But I can't believe no one has picked Des Bryant up. All right, man. Well, that's all I got. Uh, next week, uh, we'll figure it out. All right. Peace. So if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. All right, and we are joined by Chick. Hey guys. All right, man. So we're here to discuss a few things. All right. One, fantasy football. Absolutely. I think we have three spots open at this moment. I have two invites out. They haven't accepted it, but if they do, we'll have three spots. 
So again, people join our fucking fantasy football <laughs> league. It'll be fucking fun. Yeah. Um, and then we have decided since, you know, the 10 minutes ago on this podcast when we had said it before, we are doing August 26th at noon. So if you could make that, that's like a deciding factor. If you want in the league, that's when it's going to be. It'll be fun. We got 12 teams. We got three left. Some guys, some guys have been playing together for years. So if you want like a team that's going to stay together, it's going to be a good league for that. Right. I agree. Okay. So next thing. You love Big Brother, like I love Big Brother. Heck yeah. And then you always hit me up, you know, about stuff on there. So the first thing I'll say is, how do you feel about the hacker power? Like I told you, um, we I, I would hate it if I was the HOH. I'd love it if I wasn't the HOH, but as the HOH, I feel it kind of like screws you out of a week of power if the hackers say like in Angela's situation, but it helped her back door Bailey. So it worked out in her favor, I guess. So. Right. And even before that happened, that's kind of how I read it. I read it more as sure. There is a scenario in which an enemy of yours wins and takes out your power, but there's also a scenario in which an ally or you yourself do it and then can do some anonymous shenanigans yeah, exactly. as well. And so I'm like on other people and be like, I didn't do it. Yeah. Exactly. And I love anonymous powers historically in big brother. It always makes it more fun. People because what happened this week, right? Someone thinks they figured it out who it was. And then the whole house goes crazy and they're wrong. Right. And then you're like, ha ha, look at all the consequences. I just think it's good. Good TV. Bailey should have never told anyone, especially Rachel, that she had a power app. And yeah. And that look what happens now. Bailey's gone. Tyler, I think, is the only one that hasn't said anything about his. When does his expire? I think after week eight, I, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone knows about it, so I could see him using it, right? If they put him on the block soon. Yeah, um, Big Brother's been really good. Uh, I know Snappy, who was on earlier, he's tried to watch it, but he just doesn't make every episode. And to me, it's hard to get into it if you're not watching every. You gotta episode. watch every episode. You I mean, do. unless you're catching spoilers, but the. The fun part about the episode is you're seeing like the drama and you need to see how they interact. Right. I agree 100%. So at the moment, Brett's still my favorite. Uh, he's just too funny. He is. He's so super funny. funny. Um, we'll see how it all goes. JC is still like an oddity to me that I'm like <laughs> curious about. Yeah. And I'm like, man, if he could speak. But, all right. One thing that did happen, I haven't brought up on the podcast. So I want to get your take on it is they had this whole m word versus n word yeah, argument it, right he was right bailey was wrong i agree okay but here's the thing that kept annoying me i think you'll agree i'm assuming is she said so using the word midget that's bad right and he goes it would be like using and he actually said the n word right and then she was like you're not allowed to say that and he goes but you just said midget and she's like no i didn't yes, you and did. i'm like yes. yeah yeah watch did. the tape i know so like that was super frustrating to watch as a viewer um, but she did know. the same thing with, with Tyler though. When she, he was like, I never said that you were, that I would want to put up Angela. I asked you if you were going to put up Angela right. and you said yes. Yeah. And she got super power hungry when she won HOH that made me in a lot of things. And the things I like the most about reality TV are moments that make me uncomfortable watching them. <laughs> Absolutely. It's and the best part of reality TV. It is the real. best part. And you so scripted. big brother has a lot of those moments where you're like, Oh my God, how would I even act in that situation? And people tell me all the time, like, you should go on Big Brother. And I'm like, I wouldn't win competitions, but I'm pretty good at being emotionless. <laughs> right. And lying. So maybe I'd well, be okay. Well, certain competitions you might win if you paid attention to, like, some of the, right. I got to see what's in this picture. 
I mean, but I'm not like pulling in any ladies with like I'm gonna go flex, right? I'm gonna go flex out the <laughs> I'm yard. Not gonna, you're gonna be a one man competition wrecking machine. There's one guy that, that like, ever that's looked like me, and he was on the brigade season, or maybe, and he had like a red, his red haired guy beard and just like overweight, normal body, and you were like, yeah, there you go. But then he was like a dick the whole time, so like <laughs> he was hard to like, and then he lost a bunch of weight just being in the house right. with other muscular guys. And you're like, ah, you've betrayed us. <laughs> There's a, I, I don't know if it's Family Guy or another show where the guy goes on on Big Brother, and he just like he uh, basically acts out all the the plays for The Simpsons or something like that, and right. they keep him because he's entertaining. It's just, I think it's funny that even Big Brother makes it into shows like that. Right. Well, I'm the thing I know most about Big Brother comes from Entourage when they reference. <laughs> right that they get paid and i looked it up and was like oh shit they get paid because yeah, they, they have to be like away you got to pay them to be on a fucking tv show right. i didn't realize this um but yeah big brother is fucking Even, great and then you get paid more if you win and then- right and i think it's if you make it the jury you get paid more because they have to put you in that house and do different stuff so that's why everyone's like i just want to make it to jury <laughs> see i think what angela messed up is she should have sold the five thousand dollars or a let uh, Scotty steal the veto from her, right? And then let Tyler steal the veto from him. He gets the what? A, he basically Scotty would have ended up with the shitty thing that Brett got. Well, Angela thinks she's being like good game player, but she's really being good tool for other people right. player, and that's fine. She just you have thinks to be she's that way best. sometimes, but Brett. Right. right. I mean, right now in the game is typically where you got to figure out what your strategy is and then see how that works. Because about juries, when you really got to start pinning stuff down. And Bailey's going to take over the jury. You know, when they get her back in front of all those people, right. all the shit she's going to have to but say. It's going to be like a freaking she has, Springer I think. See, I really enjoy, uh, you know, when they have people in the jury, they're like, I don't care if they lie to me who played a good game. Right. Who played that's the how, game. That's who I That's how I'd view it, too. Is like, But not everyone is. Some people are like, well, who was really nice to me? me over. Right. Yeah. And so I do think Bailey, when she got voted out, she pretty quickly was like, I understand it's a game, game move. So maybe she will be that voice. I don't know. Yeah, until someone she doesn't like wins. Uh, yeah, and it could be and that. And then, like Tyler in that situation. But if Haley wins, yeah, she'd be like, oh, she played the best game. You know, obviously that's her, her hay and bay, you know. Right. So, and and I want to like Fezzi, but he's probably the least backbone dumb. person. Too dumb ever been on there yeah and he he's, doesn't he just he's doesn't up there looking for a wife or a showman so bad yeah and i think but i think he's a cool character to have because he's muslim and he came in saying he was muslim and i just assumed someone you wouldn't was gonna, talk about it at all they, i haven't heard him talk about it right they haven't mentioned it um but it also shows that there are muslims who are like normal like yeah i don't want to say muslims aren't normal people we know what i mean like a lot of people their mind are like they're gonna have a carpet and they're gonna have this headdress and they're gonna do this they're gonna this speak a certain like, way right this guy's like played per- college football yeah. he just wears a bandana and sweatpants and works out like yeah. He's just like anybody else. He's your he's your typical jock. And I just too. think there's probably mm-hmm. some people in the country watching Big Brother that have never seen that. Exactly. So I'm like, I think he's good. Right. But I don't necessarily. He's not a good game player. <laughs> no, not at <laughs> all. Not, I mean, he wins competitions because he's a beast. But <laughs> right. That he's only going to win the athletic competitions. And if you notice, he doesn't win the ones that are like. Um, no, he's at like first question on the on the mental ones and then she's like hey uh move your box or turn it back to blank and he just walks away yeah it's like i guess we're not going to do that then. and that dude i've watched all but like two seasons and i think that's the first time first, they first time it. first they time yeah it. they just left it because usually <laughs> she gets them back on the second try but right um 
All right. So another thing we're going to bring up is there's a game that I hate and I've tried to play it that you are now into. Yeah, Bloodborne. So explain to me why I should give Bloodborne another chance. Man, you got to beat the first boss. And like you said, it it, it just becomes more fun that way. Um, but getting to the boss and dying every time to the first boss just sucks. And it, it does. But once you beat that guy, um, you start getting different things and uh, like – you get badges and stuff that help you get trophies. And I've gotten quite a few trophies on the game. So, right. Like, but, and that's, that's always a motivation when you play a game like that, to see how many of the trophies you can actually get. I agree. It's a tough game. And I tried the game bloodborne, uh, for a while. I felt like for a few days and I've always read that as long as you can get past the first boss, everything's good. Once you're past him, it, it all squares away. You can start leveling up and doing stuff, to make yourself better. But I got to the last boss like 30 times in a row, and I just kept dying. So I was like, all right, this isn't my game. got to use Molotovs, and then you got to really dodge. Uh, like You learn, you got to learn to dodge, um, and there's a pattern to it. So you're going to go right. like dodge, 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 and then you can attack. And then he's going to attack, but you counter back. you got to learn kind of the pattern in that. Right. And maybe it'll be the only time I look up youtube videos to like help right. me on games and it has helped me to watch the youtube videos and there's a lot of people out there that have been doing that and there's probably podcasts just about bloodborne and that's how popular it is online yeah i know people love it um and then earlier in this podcast i mentioned the game mafia 3 and since i've done recorded that i've played like five more hours of the game yeah fucking love it like i just really enjoy the setting aesthetic the soundtrack might be the best soundtrack in games the period piece is cool as well right um i know there is definitely some flaws in the gameplay it's not quite as tight as other games but like it's just a really fun game yeah and i like the setting a lot so um i would recommend that to anybody who can get it (laughs) um any other games you've been playing or is it just bloodborne are you gonna get madden this year i know you like madden I probably will get Madden because I went NBA 2K last year and I really enjoyed NBA 2K. Right. I'm Oklahoma City Thunder and I haven't lost a game in four seasons. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's fun. Uh, but it's also so beatable. Uh, right. And I keep boring. meaning to bring it up because Snappy bought NBA 2K finally for uh, Xbox One. Right. And he hit me up and was like, I'm losing really bad. How do you make a shot? Yeah, you got to learn. And I was it. like, what? And so... Eventually, he's gotten better at it, but I was using the stick or the square. He's been using stick, and that's the problem, I think. Yeah, you gotta use square. Gotta use square. That's what I told him. He was like, What? And I'm like, Oh man, I've been playing for so long. There wasn't a shot stick. Right, there wasn't a shot stick. And so I just can't do it. Um, I mean, shot stick, I guess if you learned it, you could be really, really good. No, you gotta put the controls with a shot stick and comes a dribble stick, like fucking 2K9 or whatever it was. Um, I agree. The, The shot stick just doesn't make sense unless you're just some phenom with the shot stick. And right. I, I don't know. I've never, yeah, I've never gotten good. And maybe that's why I'm bad online. Maybe the shot <laughs> stick is the key for right. online. I don't know. I just now play really smart, like defense and it helps me get turnovers and I just wreck people in fast rate points. Well, yeah, dude, on single player, it's way too easy. I mean, I go up to hall of fame. Um, not hall of fame. There's one right before that. There's like the normal, a hard and like a right. hall of fame. Right. And I go to hard cause hall of fame, you get like crazy Russell Westbrook effect where like you come out and you come back in and you were up 10, now you're down 30, and you yeah. were out two minutes. You're right. like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? And so I try to, I go to the, just the normal hard, and it's you still get your points, right. but your guys suck, basically. Yeah. Um, so that's always fun for the my, my player stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I've already pre-ordered the new 2K um, that comes out this year. I went ahead and just went all in on that. Because if you pre-order on Amazon, you save money. And I'm like, I'm going to buy it eventually anyway, so let me just go ahead and pre-order it. Yeah. I feel like that's the smartest thing to do. 
I know I still want Red Dead Redemption 2. Madden, oh, fun. I rented Madden last year and, got and I had it for an hour yeah. and was like, I don't want this. This is <laughs> nothing different than the year before. Like, I bought it the year before and it was fun to do like the My Ultimate Team right. online stuff a little bit. For like a day, it was fun. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I don't really care anymore. And their Dynasty mode hasn't changed enough over the however many years to me. It's the same. Yeah. It's like, do you want to be the owner, coach, or a player? Right. And it's all one fucking mode. Yeah. And then you play it. It's like, you're getting legacy points. And there are the exact same trophies for the last seven years on Madden. Right. And I'm just like, there's not enough to this game for me to buy. Makes now, sense. I didn't buy last year's. Yeah. And maybe if I skip this year's, maybe next year it'll be a long enough time that I'll think about it. Right. But I'm just like, until they really add shit to it. Because, yeah, it is the most accurate because it's the only nfl fucking video game because they have the exclusive rights but the jaguars are going to be good this year on this game yeah <laughs> and that's still for whatever reason and back to fantasy football for a second one thing i've been thinking of is i normally get a lot of jacksonville guys because they're not very good right. right and so i can wait around and get them they're probably going to go quicker this year which mm, bums me out maybe leonard fournette Leonard Fournette will go way sooner than last year and then i think jalen ramsey will probably be one of the first corners taken because we have defensive players yeah, that's true. Like someone will take him off his name, right? Just off his name, not because of stats, right? right. And I think he's got the Richard Sherman uh, fantasy. I game. think someday he will be the best corner in yeah. NFL, but I don't know if that's the day or not. Um, <laughs> but and I also do notice like Cowboys players are going to go so early in our draft they normally do Ezekiel Elliott because we have so many Cowboys fans in our draft. Michael Gallup in our draft will go like fourth round and it's, right. he shouldn't and i know for instance i'm never going to get matthew stafford because powell drafts him way early every year and if he wouldn't jill would because they love the then they would trade with each other and get right and so everyone just collusion. they overvalue all of their um their, their favorite teams. teams and i try not to do that but i do hope i get blake Bortles for my third quarter i mean i feel like if you're the first overall pick and you take ezekiel elliott you're not doing a disservice to your team agreed i mean that's justifiable that's, right but then after that, if you're taking Dak in the second round, you're doing a disservice to your team, especially if, say, Drew Brees is still on the board or, you know, someone like that. Um, I mean, it also depends. Like, our drafts, a lot two of times, or so. our league, anyway, a lot of times people don't, won't do trades. So I can understand, like, well, I'm not going to trade for them, so I guess i got to take them. Right. So I even get that justification. I, I had to overpay so hard last year. Yeah, I mean, everyone just – so scared of it or whatever. Um, but again, I hope we fill up the league and everyone makes a draft because that makes it more fun too when people sure. like are actually picking or whatever, not auto drafted. Uh, so anyway, also brought you here, Chris, to go over a top five list. Top five football movies, right? Top five football movies. I don't think I've ever done this one before on this or the last podcast. I know we've done all the other sports. Right. Me and you did, I believe, at different times. Uh, but I don't think we ever did football, so thought we'd do that one. I know we have two that repeat, yeah. but something that I noticed when looking up some movies is I thought there would be more football movies. I just really did. I mean, like, I think their great ones are good. Right. Like, they're really good. But this seemed like there are way more baseball and basketball movies. True. I mean, maybe that's because the NFL like does way more popular. You don't get the NFL rights, so you always have to go like bogus team movies like the replacements you know right maybe that is what it is but i just noticed i was like oh yeah like the top seven or whatever are real fucking good right but they don't have that many after that i think the only one that has like nfl teams is like jerry Maguire. 
Yeah, and I thought about putting that one, but I really don't think it's a football movie. It's an agent movie. It's an agent movie, but, I mean, you got to love that movie at the yeah, same time. I so. do enjoy it. I mean, because the human head weighs eight pounds. <laughs> exactly. Super important. Um, all right, so what is your number five? I got Friday Night Lights, the movie. I mean, the series is good, but we're going right. movies. So, the, the I mean, the movie's really good. Booby Miles, you get a kind of a, you know a different view of booby miles versus the tv show i guess which would be uh what's smash it? smash yeah yeah if we were including tv shows uh friday night Lights tv show would be number one on my list it for just sure would, best because i'll fucking love that show yeah it's hard not to talk about the movie and then talk about the series at the same time so. right Sorry now before the tv show came out i did not love the movie right and it was only because everyone else did so like, exactly everyone yeah. loved it um like this dude zach in my class even now is like fucking best football movie i'm like I don't know. Like I even love Billy Bob Thornton, but Billy I Bob watched Thornton it. Was good in the movie, and I just wasn't connected to any player. None of the players were like I relate. Right. I don't know why. And we're even they're like two hours north of the city or something that it's fucking filmed in. So yeah, like it's Odessa, Texas. I mean, right. it's it's further than that. I guess yeah. It's yeah. probably because it's south of Dallas. Um, but either way, we're a lot closer right. geography than uh, a lot of people. And I was just they like, take it way seriously. <laughs> definitely. But I don't know, there was just something about it where I was like, I don't know. I didn't like it. And I think it was because it was being compared to another movie that I'm sure will come up on our list in my mind. Right. Where I was like, well, that one was more like our movie. Yeah, for um, sure. I don't know. It was also kind of like, God damn it. I'll come back to it because I'm trying to compare it to a bunch of shit that we have. Right. Um, but I remember not loving it. And I didn't even want to watch the TV show. Yeah. But then I did. And I was like. The the coach that. Coach Taylor. Taylor's the best freaking dad as well as coach i've ever seen in my life and he plays a tv character so yeah, <laughs> yeah. well and i love that dude in new edition yeah new edition's great and i used to watch new edition after touch by an angel at my grandparents <laughs> like every saturday and when i saw that and i would be like this is a dude from new edition and all my friends in college were like what the fuck are you he talking was a guy about you could like, in that <laughs> like too. what is new edition i'm like oh my the cat the cat brought the newspaper <laughs> <laughs> like and i had to look up a youtube clip eventually and be like see and I tried to make my wife watch the first episode, and she was like, there's no way we're watching this. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, anyone out there want to check out New Edition? Um, all right, my number five I'm going to go with is Little Giants. Oh, good movie. Good movie. I mean, as a kid, that just brings back so many feels. Oh, like, yeah, dude. Little Giants is great. Um, I wanted to be higher, and it probably should have been number four, but I put a number five. The Fridge. Right. I mean, for the age I was when it came out and just everything, it was, it was a big deal. Um the Cowboys are the bad guys. You know, yeah. I hate the Dallas Cowboys. Everyone hated the Cowboys. In so that movie. I just, in, I enjoyed that part. It had Al Bundy was in it. Oh yeah. Uh, it had like the Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Yeah. Uh, who, you know, retired like shortly after that, I believe. Um, anyway, the movie was great. Fucking Spike. I remember the little nerdy <laughs> kid with the big fucking snot, snot bubble. Yeah. Um, the little rich kid with the glasses that helps the place. Like he, <laughs> everyone was such an archetype character of like, yeah, that's what you need. That was your yep. group or whatever. Right. Right? And like the nerd. The big, big guy that played center the, yeah. on the offensive line. And there was the girl, you know, who yeah. uh, wanted to play. Yeah, but then there was the like, hot dude. And it was just, it was great. It was a great kids movie. Um, the football's fun. You, that's how I learned what a flea flicker the, was. Also, uh, Fumble Ruski, I think. I think they do yeah. a Fumble Ruski. Um, so anyway, it was just a good movie. I really liked it. I thought it deserved a spot. Um, it was just, you know, definitely great, great movie. Uh, the, my fourth movie, uh, a lot of people probably haven't heard of it. And if you haven't heard of it, uh, it's called Brian's Song. It's about Brian Piccolo. I've heard Gale of Sayers. it, but never watched it. It's, I mean, it's 
got all the emotional feels. Brian Piccolo's dying of some form, I know it's form like of cancer uh, and he's they become best friends even though it was a racist time in America. Right. Well I know like the whole idea is like or what you hear of it in pop culture is it's the movie that makes guys cry. Right. It'll make you cry. Like if you're sure. a guy and you watch it and you play sports, you're gonna cry. Right. Period. I mean if you don't cry like you didn't really care for your teammates. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> um and then it's it's got uh, the there's two versions of it too so it also depends on which one you watch but I like the one that has Dane um, Kane is his last, James Con James Con oh yeah name. um all right yeah I don't have a lot to add to Brian's song I just know it's uh it's I know fire. it's super famous and when I saw the list I was like oh yeah but I've never seen it um all right my number four is coming up later on your list so I'm gonna skip that one and we have the same number three. Okay. Which is any given Sunday. Any given Sunday. I mean, freaking Al Pacino in this movie is just great. Yeah, um, Al Pacino is great. Honestly, I love Jamie uh, Foxx. Was great in it. Uh, Jamie Fox. like the Jamie Foxx show. show. Um, I used to watch that in the Wayans Brothers a, a lot, lot, right? And so when Jamie Foxx finally was like, my end, he fucking blew too. up. I mean, to me, he blew up at any given Sunday. Maybe there was a movie before then, but to me, that was one where I put like me and my friends were like. Fuck yeah, Jimmy Fox Jimmy made Fox, it, right? yeah. Because it was like, Willie Beeman and my Freeman. And he had his whole fucking music videos. Yeah, exactly. And they throw the crocodiles in the fucking locker room. <laughs> right. doing cocaine in the locker yeah. room. And I'm like 13. Right. Just like fucking like, yes, any given Sunday. Any given Sunday was such and a It was movie. years ahead of the game as far as uh, the whole concussions and doctors clearing yeah, people absolutely. to play. And, and they had Lawrence Taylor in this movie. But yeah, and, which he and, knew was like, this right. is real shit. Exactly. This happens. Uh, it's honestly... Like the evolution of a movie that's going to be later on in my list. It's right. like the next step. So I think that's why I liked it so much. But it just seems the most believable. It sucks they couldn't use the real NFL logos, but right. it makes total sense once you watch it. Yeah, it does. Well, they're <laughs> never going to allow it, but they should. I mean, I, I, it's kind of like uh, the draft with the Cleveland Browns. Right. It's, it's really good in that way because you get to see the behind the scenes of, of that. But I didn't pick that one because uh, it's it's the worst draft ever made. Right, exactly. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, any given Sunday, dude, it just, there's so many more memorable scenes and it was like a big deal when it came out. I think I was probably in junior high and then throughout high school, we all watched it. And then right. in college, we all still watched it. It just, uh, never really went away. And it had, Al Pacino has that great speech yep. that everyone a, uh, always remembers. One the for the Gipper type speeches. It's, it's good. Right. Uh, so definitely have to agree on that one for three and it might even should be higher, but and we're skipping your four because of my number one. So my number two is the replacements. Yeah. And honestly that one, you asked me like, I can't believe you didn't have that one. And I was like, I guess it's cool. I just didn't Keanu think about Reeves it. kills it in this movie. And I'm a huge Keanu Reeves fan. It would probably be my number six. Yeah, probably. So that would be your honorable mention. Yeah, yeah I got gotcha. you. But it's really good. Like, and of course you can't, ha- I mean, I think they use like the, the city, but not the name of the team in the movies. Right. For, and it's just kind of sucks because of the NFL in that way. They own the rights to everything, but it's definitely the most fun storyline yeah. of any football movie. I can't think. Even think of the guy's name now. Who? It's some Falco. Oh yeah, it's, it's just, so so it's close Falco. To, yeah, That's it's just Falco. all I go with. And um, I mean, it's it's funny because Joe Flacco came out in the league like shortly after the right. movie, and it's like, ah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of cheesy in some ways, like he dates the cheerleader and it's different stuff like that. Right. But it was a fun movie. You had like the English soccer player that wasn't in or shape at all, and just gambling addictions, right? As well, and then they the had field. like the cop and the criminal, right? It was like a more fun longest yard wrestler. Yeah, and the longest yard is great too. And that was that was probably my sixth movie. Is 
just because it's fun to watch. I can watch right. that one. And it's got ex NFL players like you know, um, Mike Lurvin. Lurvin, yeah, and wrestlers. Wrestlers really made it cool. But yeah, um, I do like the the replacements. I mean, it was a big deal when I was in school. We watched it a lot of days in you know coaches' classes right. or whatever. Um, it's wholesome, <laughs> yeah. But I just. It hasn't stuck with me, I guess, after all these years, but it is a good movie, so I can't hate on it. For sure. All right, my number two is, um, I really debate on it being my number one, but I'm going with Waterboy. Dude, it's such, such a good movie. Like it, It's probably number six or seven on my list. Right. It's so good. Waterboy, oh, I know that's going to hate it. People get mad if it says, I will say it's probably my favorite Adam Sandler movie. And yeah. everyone will go like, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison. But I really think Waterboy is my favorite. Like... You, if you watched all three of them, I think you would laugh more at the Water Boy. Right, uh, and he, I understand he's like kind of making fun of a slow person. You couldn't do that today, blah blah blah. But it's fucking, ama- it's just great. There's nothing bad about I mean, it. He's actually not slow. He's just he was sheltered. I mean, he was homeschooled, homeschooled by a crazy by a woman. Crazy woman. So I mean, he wasn't like slow mentally. He just was not educated. He knew a lot about water. Yeah, he was smart if he right. learned it or whatever. Exactly. Um, just didn't go to school. It, it's just so good, and it. It honestly made so many quotes from my childhood. <laughs> like, first off, everyone even now, if you say you can do it, you you'd think it. of that movie. And yeah. it kept coming up in other movies. Um, anytime someone's like, Gatorade's better. Like, I don't know, there's just so many things that they said in that movie where you're like, yeah, that's fucking Waterboy. Right. And it was great. And he was, it was super unrealistic. It's the right. least realistic it's movie, movie on of all. List. Yeah. But it was great. And it'd be like, we're overstacking the defense. And I love Henry Winkler. <laughs> I Henry love Henry Winkler great. or anything. Um, and then he had, you know, the, the redneck guy with the pierced nipples. Right. Right? So you hold on. Right. That was all. Everyone referenced that. Um, you know, I just think Waterboy is really good. gets overlooked a lot in the world. And, uh, I think it deserves a shout out there. For sure. All right. And your number one, which was my number four was varsity blues. And it's just because like growing up, you know, you're like, you're, you're playing football, hoping that maybe high school's just like this, you know? Well, I think it was definitely like your generations movie like right. to me it's the mtv football movie for sure if that makes sense right. and i want to say mtv may have produced it and that's why i think that maybe but I don't know. that's where my brain goes right? right and dawson's creek i never watched right. so when i think of james vanderbeek i actually I think, think of, of varsity, varsity blues exactly um paul walker i always think of this i'm like paul walker's in that movie he was good yeah and tweet uh tweeter Twitter, who's uh, james con's son right um, or is that james con one of the they're one of the cons yes yeah. Con, little con from little entourage, con. right? Is what I what I reference him as. But Tweeter was really funny. Um, that movie is really good. You see lots of boobs. Um, <laughs> it, it also helps spawn the I love parodies in any given or not another teen movie. Right, amazing. Right, the big guy from from it is actually in the yes. same movie, which is kind of. And funny. I do think Billy Bob is dead now. The actor, I think he died a couple years ago. Yeah, I mean, sounds that guy familiar. Was so really. big. Yeah, but it was just he either died or lost a lot of weight. Yeah, it's one he, of the two. <laughs> doesn't look like that anymore. Uh, but yeah, it was so good. Like, because you had, you know, the Billy Bob getting all the right. pressure. Because what some people don't really realize, I don't think, um, is linemen are the most important position For and sure. they have the most responsibility and they get yelled at the most in practices. True. And they take a lot of the, the actual hits, even if they're not the one making the tackle. Right. And almost all CT studies show it's not the big hits that hurt, it's the little hits. It's right. the repetitive little hits. So it's like they're actually, and they're always the smartest. Like right. SAT scores in college, right. linemen are the linemen smartest. Are smart. So, 
an offensive line tend to be the smarter than the yeah. defensive line. And, I mean, I, I don't want to you know bash any defensive linemen out there or anything, but that's right. usually how it goes. But you also on offense are remembering things. Defense is a lot of instinct. Right. Um, so I just liked how they put a. They showed that they also showed you know their their black running back being used like a workhorse, being but doesn't get to, the touchdowns or the recognition. As, right. Yeah. Uh, it's just all good. And then James Vanderbeek comes in, <laughs> fights the fucking system. Yeah, he does. And so he, it just he's good the hero, um, and but at the at the beginning he's the uh, town hero because he's winning football games, and then uh, <laughs> you know what scene sticks me more than anything his little brother walking out with a cross. That one is good. good. Uh, I mine goes to the barbecue when they're like, "He's chicken, but <laughs> <Chicken. laughs> <Yeah, laughs> it's so funny. We've done that forever. Um, I could see doing that over at uh freaking Dave Morris's house. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. So Varsity Blue is definitely real good. Um, we'll always remember that movie. Yeah, for that. sure. Like, it's a classic. It is very good. All right, my number one um, is a super classic, and I chose as my number one because when I think of football movie, this is what comes to my mind, which is the program. Dude, it was. I mean, there's just so many good ones in this top. We right. haven't even mentioned. Remember the Titans, Rudy. I mean, that right. just tells you how many good ones there are. But the program is really good. Yes, I just I don't know why I think I just watched it when I was young. Uh, Rusty enjoyed it, so therefore we watched that. And seemed like guess who's in that movie? Who's in the movie? One of the James Cons. <laughs> One of the Cons. <laughs> I mean, that's three football movies that with the Con family. Fucking Monopoly. Yeah. Uh, I really like it. Has Halle Berry. It has Omar right. Epps. Omar Epps before Omar Epps was really popular. Right. I mean. It kind of set him on the map, even though he didn't really take off. He did a good basketball movie. Right. I really like uh, that movie. I don't know why. Just It has, to me, all the original storylines. It's like the dumb in academics, the <laughs> super smart in football linebacker. Right. They have the white dude who took steroids so he could compete with the other mm-hmm. more physically fit guys. Right. And then they have the quarterback who fucking drives a motorcycle and he does dangerous <laughs> shit because he Dreams. doesn't care about the yeah. Heisman Trophy. Even though players now would just – and then Omar Epps is the young running back who's competing against the older guy. Who's, he's he's also the quintessential coming from the hood running back. Right, where is a where is a do rag. Right, and then you have the the black guy that's come from good standing dating Halle Berry in this situation. He's the other running back, and they right. compete against each other. You know, they have that kind of storyline in there. It's pretty good. They just have a lot of storylines weaved in, and I just remember really enjoying that movie. I always have. Um, and I bought the DVD when I got in college. Right. I was like, I need this DVD. <laughs> so I've watched it probably more than any of the others. Right. And so I, therefore, I had to put it number. Actually, I've probably seen Varsity Blues more because oh. I have the VHS and DVD of that both. Yeah. Um, but program is just my go-to football movie in my head. And then Necessary Roughness didn't get mentioned, which is a good movie. Yeah. Remember the Titans uh, we did bring up. So we can go ahead and move on the honorable mentions. I. It's good. It really is a good movie. But it was just like everyone fucking loved it. And so I'm just weird. And when everyone fucking loves shit, I'm like, it's all right. I watched it so much growing up. that Yeah, it's it's good. I love it. Now, if I watch it right now, I'd probably be like, it's fucking real good. Right. But I haven't watched it in so long because I watched it so so much much when I was a kid. Because that was the quintessential coaches had to be away. You watch that movie. Exactly. And then, um, I mean, Hayden Pinatier is like one of my favorite actresses. Like I really like her heroes in, in Nashville. She's good. Um, and she kind of got her start there, like she was she really young. Her, and then, unless she was in commercials before that, right? And then Denzel Washington, you know, I think that's only one of two sports movies he's done. That and he got game. Yeah, I don't think he's done any other sports movies. Uh, 
and he's just good, a good actor, right? So you got to like that. Equalizers are good. Have you, have you seen those? I have not. I heard they're really good. The first one's good. I haven't seen the second one. I heard the second one's better than the first one. And that's crazy because the first one's really good. Um, so I might have to look into that. Uh, Rudy was one that like I've seen it here or there. I've watched but it so much. I just it's like haven't the Hoosiers seen it enough. It's like the Hoosiers. I mean, Hoosiers gets kind of more respect for me than than Rudy because I mean, I don't know. Hoosiers. I just really enjoy that Sean Astin's had so many iconic roles in that like Stranger Things. He's really good in that movie, right? And that's exactly where I was going. So like, there's a whole generation of you know the youngest generation now would be like. Oh, that's the guy from Stranger Things. And then I think <laughs> my generation would be more of, oh, that's the Samwise from Lord of the Rings. I think your generation would be more like, that's Rudy. And then there's another generation that's like Encino Man. Because like, I enjoy Encino Man. Encino Man was great. I uh, love uh, Isn't uh, Is he in um, he's also the Goonies? In, he's also in uh, 51st Dates with Adam Sandler. He is. He's the brother. Um, is he in the Goonies? Yeah, yeah, he's in the Goonies. So I think Goonies there's another be, generation right there. That would right be a there. whole other one, right? right. So He's a child actor that... Got it right. There's yeah. not a lot of dirt. Dude, on I guess him. honestly, if I had to be honest, Encino Man is the one that comes to mind first because I owned that VHS yeah. and watched it so much. So good. But Lord of the Brandon Rings, Fraser's best movie for pe- peers my age. I would think Lord of the Rings is probably what he's most known for. Yeah, uh, I could see that because that was such an sh- iconic movie. I mean, the books and then the, they make the movie almost. They got it close. They didn't get it right, but right close. I just think the I think the story's stupid. <sighs> But they done a good job on the movies. I mean, it's pretty incredible that uh, you know the actual writing of the book. He created his own language, and I can give respect to that. But I mean, at the same time, there's better ones out there. Like Lord, I like agree. Game of Thrones is better already. Yeah, I mean, it depends. If it doesn't end, they have an argument against it. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it has to end. But and we'll yeah see how that goes. Um, but anything else you want to bring up, man? Uh, not much, not much. Things are, things are good. All right. So they have robot fish that the, the researchers made at NYU poly and they let them to interact with normal fish and their robot fish got accepted by the normal fish and later was guiding them as their leader. And it looks kind of like this. So if y'all want to look up, it looks kind of like an oversized sperm. That's crazy. I just thought that was uh, that was nuts. So now we're going to be like, what's the next step? Sharks? I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're going to lead the sharks away from the beaches. Probably- I mean, it, it would be kind of smart. You're not hurting these species by killing them off, moving them to different areas. Yeah, but could. for now it would be humane. And then what would happen is in 30 years, someone would be like, weaponize them. You're prisoning their minds is what you're doing with these fake leaders. And then We're they would be like, that's letting inhumane. nature just be nature. Right. Know? It's like, well, if we let nature be nature, we, we have would to kill, kill it all because we're humans and that's what we do. I mean, in the survival of the fittest, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Just kill off your predator. That's why we got to find other planets, man. We got to find them. Uh, but at the same time, every time you kill off something like that, it's like the ecosystem is, you know. But they also said there's more less fish in the ocean now than there was. Like, like half as many. Yeah, like like well, a crazy know, number. I don't less. know the time frame, but I know that they said that recently. That's crazy. Yeah, I did see that as well. Um, I, w- I was looking at something about these fish farms they're doing where they basically put nets in these like 10 mile an hour or 10 square mile radius of the ocean right. from like the ocean floor straight up. And then it's like they they collect fish out of that, but not too many, right? They keep it self-sustaining or something. Right. And how like that would be the key to feeding the world if we can figure this shit out correctly. Um, also saw this crazy scary thing. I'm sure you've seen some about it. There are eight states reporting that there are ticks 
that have invaded the U.S. that will suck an animal until it's completely dry of blood and they can spawn without mating. Jeez. <laughs> right? There was one last year. Well, how that, big does it get? Does it just digest and poop the whole time it's on the... I just would assume it would just keep getting bigger and never stop right, growing. Like, I don't know. Like, you got to think how much blood is in an animal that it's going to keep sucking. I know. It said it would just keep sucking Wouldn't an animal be able to rub that off before it sucked them dry? You would think. <sighs> Not if they don't have opposable thumbs. It was like up I mean, behind you can rub ear. it up against a... I guess that's true, behind your ear. But eventually can, it's going to get big enough you can rip it off your ear. Right, or hurt it in some way. Um, but yeah, I, ticks are scary things. Last year, the year before, there was this Lone Star tick that had this new disease that if it bit you, it made you allergic to meat. <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God, I'm never going outside. <laughs> it's like the worst thing ever. Yeah. Um, it's scary to go outside. And then another random shit. China used more cement between 2011 and 2013 than America did during the entire 20th century. What are they building? Just skyscrapers and shit. Maybe it's cities. Too. But I could be wrong. I thought the Hoover Dam was built in the 1900s. And I know there's enough cement in the Hoover Dam to cover the whole globe with two inches of concrete. And that means they use more than that, plus all the other concrete in two years. That's crazy. I mean, we kind of hold on to a lot of old buildings in the United States, too. That's true. Instead of tearing it down and building. They want to build new, it seems like, more often than keep. Right. Well, they're Which creates industry, so it's not a bad thing. Well, it's not that they have to build new. They didn't have the old buildings. That's true. We've had an economy for a, a long time. All right. I have two more. Uh, eating carrots does not make your vision better. I heard that too. But your body does convert beta carotene into vitamin A, which is good for your eyes a little bit, but it's not enough to enhance your eyesight. But the myth comes from World War II propaganda when England tried to hide their radar technology, and so they spread rumors to Germans that the English could always spot their planes because they had better eyesight because they ate a fuckload of carrots. Jeez. Super smart. It's weird that it worked. But it's like it's crazy the way they used to get shit done. <laughs> they do. They just get shit done. And then this one's probably the most fascinating and scary is only 8% of the world's currency is physical money, and the rest only exists on computers. Yeah, that makes sense. Because you put it in the bank, and then they just take that money and loan it out. Right. But it's like, okay, tomorrow we all want our money. The banks would would foreclose. They would have to. Right, but you, we would all be broke. It wouldn't be like the banks foreclosed and we got our money back. Right. The we banks, would all be... It would put us in a great depression. And it's like, who do you think would get the 8%? Not us. Not us. <laughs> it would be the people that were already at the The government job. would implode because it's federally protected. But th- this is like the world. This isn't just the government. Just this saying, is like all the yeah. world. So it's like, it would be a whole fucking shit China, show. China would be like, yo, what's $23 trillion? Right. <laughs> like, yeah, all that money's that coming to us. Yeah, and, unless you uh, want to go to war, and then I guess we're going to war. We'll though. go to war. Where they're never going to take it back. And they've even said, and I think it's what's crazy is they're doing us a favor by letting us go into debt, but also we're doing them a favor. It is a win-win, and people don't get it. Like we're not. China's never going to ask for it. They've said they'll never ask for it back. They said they ha- we have to loan y'all money so y'all can spend the money buying shit from us so our economy will keep going. Yeah, and it works enough that we can figure it out. And then we're like, and then we have people like. We're getting too far in debt. I'm like, I agree with you. It's bad, but it's bad, but it's not real. It's not real. Right? So it's <laughs> like, uh, what's the other option? You're real, we're gonna make it because I guarantee you, we're not making smartphones. I just we're not. Uh, well, I mean, they live on compounds and they they live where they work and they make 
Right. They, the biggest threat to their economy right now, and it is happening, is workers want rights. Right. The way we do. And I think we should be all about it uh, to help them out, you know, in a humane way and all that. But they'll have to. We'd have to be we're willing to spend more money, which our economy needs to get a little bit better for the poor, poor class. It just does. Well, there's just nothing to do. I mean, there's. We got rid of the menial labor jobs or the lower. We're, and like, I always have this huge. Uh, internal debate in my mind with like paying fast food workers $15 an hour. Right. And I'm always like, I get your argument and I understand like almost all my friends on Facebook are like, you know, they're liberal or like do it. And I'm like, have you been to a McDonald's lately <laughs> though? Like those, they fuck up every time. Right. Now maybe you're saying when you pay them more money, they're they'll not going to fuck up, but I Eventually feel like my is going to cost more. And I'm not saying McDonald's couldn't afford to keep the prices they and pay them because they could, but they won't. And that's a different thing. People make a lot of well, arguments of first the thing like, is they I think they actually would because I'll just go to Burger King, uh, which I think might try to compete for a little bit. And it could be that way. Maybe it would because they put out a dollar forty nine chicken fry, which is pretty freaking cheap. I, and I get what you're saying. But right now we have that competition. So I'm just like, I think if right now McDonald's is making, you know, make up a billion dollars a year next year, they want to make a billion and one dollars. So like, oh, yeah, they're not going to go up. They're not going to be like, oh, we'll just make eight hundred million this year, even though that's ridiculously good. Well, then you give to them a them tax write off. Like oh, a, wait, they're not paying taxes. <laughs> to them, it'll make it look bad. So it's like they're going to always try to make money. So if, I'm always if like, they would just tax those kind of companies enough money, then we could not pay as much taxes out of our income. But they'll just move their headquarters to other countries, and then their corporate headquarters are not in America. Like they just find ways around all this shit. Um, because of technology allows them to do this. But you could also just put tariffs on any organization that does that, and then you look like Donald Trump by putting tariffs. Right. It's uh, kind of all lose-lose. I feel like... The world's was, set up for a lose-lose. I mean, but <laughs> I just always think, like, the Bernie supporters, and I like Bernie or whatever, but they're always like, these companies have they're the money to do it. in they, the sky. Right. Well, it's like, these companies have the money. I'm like, you're right, but that doesn't mean they will, like... Just moral, same with the Republicans. They have to have a moral obligation to do it, a want to do it. They have no want to lose money. Right. Well, just like the Republicans, not trying to pick on the Bernies, but like, you know, Trump will come out and be like, we're going to give these tax cuts and now they're going to hire people. And it's like, they could. But they won't. But they won't. That's just how it is. Like, they're the going to just take the money. Versus, I mean, you unless gotta, they have a way of making more money, right. then maybe There's they There's got to be a supply and demand there where, like, we can charge less because we don't have enough of our product out there and then more people will buy it and then we make the same amount of money. But if it's something that everyone already has, you're not providing them with any new demand. Right. Well, and I think it'll probably the way something that will help companies, uh, and like this doesn't exist that I know of yet, but like you'll have an accounting company that are accountants. So you don't actually have to hire an accountant and then you like pay a certain amount to a company that does it so that your company doesn't have to pay for certain personnel right that you're right. like you don't have to buy accountants right and instead it'll be business. like this third party company of accountants will be like we do all the accounting for your company and we can handle this many people right and eventually we'll probably do that and it'll be all online right it'll be like get an app for accountants <laughs> and that's how i see the world going where eventually it'll just everything will be segmented yeah. and then you'll find what you need where you need it because that's how netflix is or our, our tv viewing is going TV that way so i feel like everything will because we're all we're pretty the same across the board. Yeah. I, I, I didn't realize till today that I get my NFL network this season for free. Oh, hell yeah. I'm super excited about that. So I've gotten to watch the preseason games and that's been fun. Yeah. I've not watched any NFL or even ESPN. Cause I don't have, uh, 
My, I have a login in my parents' Dish Network, which is great, but they don't have sports. Yeah. So therefore, I can't watch them. And I'm like, huh? I need to find someone that has a login <laughs> with sports, and maybe I can catch up on some shit. But that's where I'm at at the moment. For sure. But all right, man. Thanks for coming on. I think our top five list is pretty decent there. And uh, been a top ten list it would have been still good. Probably could have. <laughs> but that makes them too easy. Got to got to pair them down. Uh, end of this, you know, of course, I'm gonna play a beat that I made. Uh, play it for you earlier. It's kind of cool. It doesn't really sound like a rap beat. To me, it reminds me of like the Who, but I know it doesn't sound anything like the Who. <laughs> I realize that. your vision. But whenever I hear it, I just imagine like a late 60s sort of rock. I'm like, yeah, but it sounds nothing like that. Um, but anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Peace.